0: I'm Dr. Pete Economo, the East Coast Psychologist.
1: And I'm Dr. Nikki Rubin, the West Coast Psychologist.
0: And this is When
1: East Meets West. Pete, today we're going to talk about two concepts that are related that we have sprinkled in in so many episodes here. Hi, Pete. Hey. Hi. So today we're talking about Flexibility and freedom Love and the it. relationship between those two. And, you know, I'm sure maybe some people clicking on this episode are like, what? <laughs> that's very, uh, it's very vague or very broad. Um, yeah. Though I, I think it's, they're pretty important concepts that I, I hope will be impactful um, to those listening today.
0: I think this is a, it's great. And I think, I mean, maybe this is the product of some mindfulness practices. Like maybe, yeah, is that what we're,
1: I think like that's how,
0: like, how are you packaging this?
1: <laughs> well, okay, so I I'll I'm going to I'll say a little piece here and then I would love to go into what you're talking about right now with with why mindfulness is relevant. So, yeah. as we, you know, say over and over again here, um flexibility is something that we're trying to shape from a third wave CBT lens, right? Yeah. That we know from um from loads of research here that Uh, the more psychologically flexible we are. And by the way, that includes, when we say psychological flexibility, we're also really kind of encompassing in that, like what we do behaviorally, right. So the more flexible we can be. And
0: think, I mean, we also think,
1: yeah. It's like all the things that it's cognitive,
0: it's behavioral.
1: Yeah. So the more we can kind of like, for better or worse to say, like roll with the punches kind of thing. Right. Uh, Right. The more psychologically flexible we are, the more um, the, 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 better our psychological well-being is basically like overall we're more who
0: doesn't want that
1: yeah who doesn't want that and then the inverse is true so the more rigid we are the more psychologically inflexible that's highly correlated with um psychopathology so you know things like mood disorders anxiety disorders etc right Right. anxiety
0: depression
1: yeah right so So flexibility is something that we're constantly um, trying to help uh, people move towards, right? Mm -hmm. To roll with the punches. And the thing that Pete and I have been sprinkling in here and there, why we were like, okay, we need an episode on this is that the more we're able to practice flexibility, there is a freedom that tends to show up in how we live our lives, Mm -hmm. right? And we talk a lot about values and um our ability to make choices that are aligned with our values, as opposed to making choices that are, are based in fear or doing what feels comfortable. Um, So, so that's my, that's my little setup here. So I'm going to now link it back to what you were saying a moment ago and say, so like, how, how does this come out of mindfulness, Pete? Like, how do you think these, like,
0: you well, know, neurologically, to I mean, so I, I I will probably sprinkle upon a bunch of the different research, yeah. but neurologically, we know that the practice of mindfulness meditation creates new neuropathways. It, you know, create uh, uh, more dense matter in our tissue, mm-hmm. in our mm-hmm. brain tissue. Mm-hmm. So those things will lead to a different way. And, the, and what that, so what I'll say for listeners is like, Our neurons are like highways in our body. Mm -hmm. And so like each highway you get from point A to point B. And -hmm. so if someone says something I don't like point B for me naturally might be like fight. Mm -hmm. And then now with these practices, I might create a new way of getting there, which says accept. Mm -hmm. Like a
1: new neural connection.
0: A new neural connection that says I don't have to respond to somebody. Mm-hmm. And I think for me that's always the vision I have when you talk about flexibility mm. I actually like see if anyone's ever been to the um, the body exhibit Did you ever oh, go to yeah. when you were
1: in New York Oh yeah well uh, well I, I I went in LA
0: Oh my bad Before yeah. you got here
1: Yeah You mean the one where like they have the yeah, show all the bodies yeah yeah, it, yeah yeah i saw it in l.a oh i was how long has that been around it's for a long time i wow. before i moved to new york i saw it here oh yeah. okay yeah, yeah so
0: like if anyone's ever seen that any listeners you'd know that the the, the neuron the neurological um, cadaver is like really fascinating i mean it's, so
1: yes amazing and i a, i love that you're using the imagery because i also like to imagine that's like, exactly what i yeah. see
0: when i think Same. flexibility that's my point is that, that i see those neural pathways i see mm-hmm. that cadaver
1: mm-hmm. yeah Well, and so, yeah, and what you're saying here is that we know from from a Western uh, science perspective that practicing mindfulness literally grows more of those. And so, so grows more neural pathways. And then also we've mentioned this, um, this is where my, you know, I get extremely geeky about it, uh. You also literally grow neurons, brain yes. cells, you know, that that's a pretty big deal. Just like, you know, we've said before on this podcast, like lifting weights, you'll increase muscle mass, yes. the cells in your, in your muscles. So you literally grow neurons though. though how about from like an Eastern perspective? How, oh. how do you think that these, con- <laughs> Oh, Oh, oh that, you know? I always- <laughs> <laughs> oh, that, Oh, that concept. Oh, that's- is
0: that what I'm supposed to talk about? Oh, yeah.
1: Yeah. No, we talk about both. we talk about I, both, but
0: no, know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, I, I,
1: like flexibility, like starting with flexibility, because I want to. We can move into freedom in a moment. But well, I starting- would say
0: that flexibility would revolve around our last episode, our previous episode of Middle Path.
1: Mm-hmm. It's, it,
0: it's it's this idea of not being in extremes, and flexibility requires that I have to like, you know, say I acknowledge I don't agree with you and still do what you want to do.
1: Yeah, type of thing, mm-hmm. and
0: that's flexibility. Like so, so in the East, it's just natural to the behavior. You know, it's, mm-hmm. it's, I, you know, I think sometimes it's a little triggering for some folks because it'd be like, mm-hmm. and I am, I'm this way like, where do you want to go eat? I don't know. Where do you want to go eat? What do you want to eat? I don't know. What do you feel like eating? Because that creates this flexibility of like, you know, y- y- we can go wherever you want to go. Like a meal mm-hmm. is a meal. It's, it's mm-hmm. about the moment. It's about, mm-hmm. you know, spending time with someone that we want to mm-hmm. be with. But the food is just secondary.
1: Right. There's yeah. no, um, there, there's again, no one right way to do things. No, no one right way to be. Yeah. Yeah. And I think. Well, um, what do you always
0: say? Like no absolute what, truth.
1: There's no, yeah, there's no one absolute truth in the world. Right. No one, one, no one universal truth. Sorry. Universal truth, yes. No said. one universal yes, truth. Right. Yeah. Truth. Yeah. Um, well, and I'll add to um, that. And this is, I don't think it's a metaphor I've ever shared with you. Uh, Pete. <gasps> I know. Oh, I, well, nice. maybe, maybe <laughs> watch. I probably said it to you and you're like, Oh, I know that one.
0: Um, <laughs> I probably use you know, it, but go ahead. Yes.
1: Well, so. Like flexibility is also it, not only is it um you know obviously associated with psychological well-being, we're talking about yeah. new neural pathways. Um it, it's also it's stronger. It's stronger than rigidity. Mm-hmm. And the metaphor that I like to use, and you know, this is gonna be a little um non-environmentally friendly, so my apologies ahead of time, uh, is I want you to think about a pencil and a plastic straw. Yeah. So a pencil on like on the outside is going to seem like the stronger material Mm -hmm. right but the thing is and we've all probably done this especially like elementary school you can snap it pretty easily right so even though it's hard it it doesn't have a lot of give it's going to break
0: it'll break yeah
1: a plastic straw on the outside seems very flimsy right but guess what you can tie up those suckers, like you know. <laughs> yeah. to, I mean, again, from a sad point of environment, from environment, the plastic doesn't break down, right? But but you can. That's tie what I was just thinking of, about, like
0: the, the the decomposing. Like I was, yeah, thinking,
1: which the is, pencil, which yeah. is,
0: yeah, okay, but yeah, yeah, which is I was
1: like, sorry guys, sorry, yeah, but for this okay. metaphor, everyone go with me on that, right? That you it doesn't break. That even though on the outside it seems flimsier, it's actually much stronger yeah. than the rigid pencil. Yeah, and and I think that's a concept that a lot of folks have a hard time mm-hmm. integrating that mm-hmm. flexibility is actually the stronger position.
0: Yeah. Well, it's, I'm just reminded too, in the East, we we would talk a lot about identity flexibility. So now that you're talking about mm. the outside and the inside uh, that made me think of that because, and I think I, I often preach this to students and just to my clients of like, mm. when I die, my, ti- my, all my accomplishments, my titles, my identity, Dies with me. It's not like you don't take any of that with you. Uh, and so the identity flexibility is also a critical piece because that's something we're usually attached to internally.
1: Yeah. Well, because what do we like to do as humans, you know, our brains want to attach to like one story, one yes. narrative, one way of being. And it's this idea that like we can be many things and like we can be many things in different moments, yeah. you know? yeah. Well, well, so how then for you, Pete, does this concept of freedom, factor in here, like, because, and, you know, we just to, I guess, preface that by saying like, you know, for doing this episode, we were talking about, is this episode going to be called freedom and flexibility or flexibility and freedom? And Pete and I were like, no, it's flexibility and freedom. It's the flexibility. That's the gateway to, to being free
0: entirely. And, and so freedom, um, by Oxford's definition, (laughs) I'm
1: curious (laughs) I'm wondering if this <laughs> definition is going to align with uh, what we're we'll, talking we'll, about. We'll, we'll see. <laughs> uh, we'll see.
0: If not, we'll just judge it. So the, <laughs> pow- the power or right to act, speak, or think as one wants without hindrance or restraint. Mm. So I do like that, and I, it, you mm-hmm. know, obviously from like a social perspective, we want to be like, okay, there's you know, freedom with limits.
1: Yes. Uh huh. You know, um, or freedom with boundaries.
0: Freedom with boundaries. And that's like, we talk about like compassion with boundaries.
1: Yes. compassion you know, so, is. So, mm-hmm. I mean,
0: probably we could put any verb or feeling and say with boundaries.
1: Yeah. Well, that's a, that's a, that's a pretty sweet dialectic there, right? There it is. <laughs> yeah. It. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So we like this definition because yes. I think flexibility gives it that like, cause the hindrance or restraint is usually what we is self-imposed. I mean, how many clients have we had that really are, you know, imposing their own Barriers,
1: like their own set of rules, or yeah, yeah, no, absolutely, and um, yeah, we'll probably have to do. Of course, I'm like thinking ahead, going like, oh, we're probably gonna have to do a flexibility and structure <laughs> episode at some point too. But, but yeah, no, that, that's exactly right. That there, the rules that we what we set up for ourselves, and these rules may be ones we we've created in our own minds. They may be ones that we've yeah. learned um, from our families or our cultures. Yeah, that there's um those those set of rules can get in the way of this recognition that, you know, we just said it a moment ago, there's there's no one right way to do things. That's there's right. no one right way to be that actually allowing yourself the flexibility to do something in a different way is, is going to like very literally like free you up.
0: Yeah. And I just want to make space of in on, on season one, episode four and episode 22, we talked about like social inequities and race mm-hmm. and power. Yes. And mm-hmm. I think, you know, what we're saying here is from like a privilege perspective too. Cause when I say something that's like right. it's self-imposed, yes. there's yes, truth that's to right. that, you that's know, right. and even people that are disempowered self impose with these rules and, and these restraints and the system is another level of self of, of imposed restraint um, actually mm-hmm. on, you know, certain behavior. So this is not like, um, survival of the fittest like this is you know
1: no right and and we're also and and you know and I guess related to that to be clear this episode when we're using the word freedom we're not talking about like um freedom in terms of um like if if someone's imprisoned or incarcerated or someone is listening in a maybe in a country where you have different
0: communists or like yeah or different civil liberty less rights right so
1: that's um I think that's important to distinguish that was
0: really important yeah
1: Right. So, so f- when we're talking about freedom in this episode, we're talking about the freedom you have in terms of your own, um, your own life. And, and actually, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to share this example. Uh, I, haven't talked to you yeah. I don't think I've talked about this. Uh, you know, when I met Pete, we met on internship. I've, I've talked about that. Yeah. And part of my, um, training was I worked as a therapist in, um, in a men's prison in, in Newark yeah. and, you know, there were a lot of uh, men there that, you know, obviously had been incarcerated for a long time. And, and, you know, we can of course talk about another episode, some of the, um, some of the, the, the major social issues associated sure, with that. The disproportion, but, Yes.
0: We'll bring an but, expert on for that. Yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah. But, but what's coming to my mind now is, um, and I, 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 this came up in therapy a lot for people that especially were um, incarcerated for a long time, you know, they had like yeah. 20, 30 year sentences, how, how could they make meaning of the mm-hmm. life that they had even yeah. within the con? And we would talk very literally like about the, the walls that they Well, I would there.
0: imagine. And then right. th- thus the word freedom would likely be pretty triggering, right? Co- yeah, co- that-
1: Correct. Well, well, it wasn't, it was interesting because I'm, I'm trying to think back. I'm like, I don't actually know if I used the word freedom or if that was a word other colleagues are used, but, yeah. but it was this idea about, I think, well, the word we use is flexibility it was about yeah. like you still. So within within the the constraints of this life. Yeah. What within the choice you have? Well, what you choose, you choose your values. Yeah. You choose the behaviors that you do here. Right. Right. And, and what and there were, you know, there were, you know, guys that, you know, went on and, you know, they got degrees there or they got really, Mm -hmm. there was like a, there was a group that a literature group that had been running for like 10 years and they talked about, it was, it was really cool. But, but anyway, I share that example just to say that that's, That's what we're talking about in terms of this type of freedom, right? I don't know if you would define that another way or add to that.
0: No, I think that's a really great example and uh, brings us back to our our, our days of meeting, uh, which mm-hmm. is yes. you know, it, it's just really interesting to think of you inside that prison, because I know we, you and I talked a lot about that both during and after. And so mm-hmm. trying to set it up and, and it's not easy, like even if anyone listening has ever had uh, a loved one who is incarcerated or even like an mm-hmm. inpatient unit, you know, yeah. you really feel like you don't have any freedom. And what we always have is at least freedom to uh determine how we respond how we feel you know what our next step in which direction that looks like it's going
1: yes yes and I think and and that and that would be also so like that example would be applicable if we have somebody listening in you know they're in a country or a culture where they have different types of civil liberties yes. or rights or, or we could even apply this like if you're in a family or another system yes. where there are extreme limits being placed on you it's like and I'm not saying any of this to be clear to say like don't don't fight back against these systems. I'm not I'm right. not saying that. What I'm saying is like in 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 a moment when you're within those types of constraints, we always have the freedom to yes. choose what's meaningful to us. Yes. And that's like a really to me personally, like that's very powerful.
0: It's beautiful. And that's why we need our episode on values. So listeners, you will get that.
1: Yes, you will you will <laughs> get that. It's coming. It's coming. It's, it's coming. coming. <laughs> it's coming. Yeah. Um well, so Pete, I'm wondering, um, like, is that a like, does the word freedom come up at all, like, in Buddhist, you know, teachings? thought. I mean, or- it, would,
0: it would be exactly how you're describing it in terms of, like, you are always free of yourself, you know, because mm-hmm. there is no self. So, like, really, the non-attachment creates freedom entirely.
1: Say, say, say more about that because I think, again, we've talked before, I think non-attachment is a concept that yeah. can get a little...
0: Yeah. So, Tri- so tricky
1: for people. Yeah.
0: Well, it's tricky for all of yeah, us. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Right. It, Fair. Yeah. Yeah. Touché. yeah. Touché.
0: It, it really yeah. is. I mean, even as someone who studies this stuff and, and 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 practices it, I mean, freedom is the idea that I'm, you know, because I'm a prisoner of myself when I'm attached to my identity, when I'm attached to my feelings, my, my uh, materials, mm-hmm. you know, and so the, the, the running joke in my house is like, if you're not bolted down, uh, mm-hmm. I could potentially get rid of you. <laughs> because i i really do love like
1: oh this, that, that <laughs> gets like, me that's
0: <laughs> just getting rid of things like yeah because um, what you learn in this practice is that nothing around us means anything and that's not attachment
1: and and then this is the i think this is where it can get really tricky it, and we can give it meaning that's the freedom right we choose right what's what we connect right because connection's real
0: well, it, yeah, well and but, so the other piece of the not being bolted down to give is mm-hmm. also that that's really in the Buddhist teachings where freedom starts. It starts with generosity. So there's I this I love
1: this, that. Yeah. Oh, that's I, I love that.
0: So there's this word I think it's called dana or dana, I don't know how you know in Sanskrit. Uh, yes, uh-huh. yeah. But that is this idea of generosity. And so like you know, when I have like my my nieces or nephews around or godchildren, I'm always teaching them of like it's it's and in ver- so here's a simple example like if 20% is $5, like maybe once in a while I'll give you six or seven dollars. And I actually mm-hmm. did it with my godson the other day. I said, you know, how much do you think we should give him? And you know, we talked about how just giving a little extra mm-hmm. really, if I can afford to do that, helps, you know, paying it forward. We talked about mm-hmm. that in terms of karma.
1: Yes. You know, mm-hmm.
0: Um, so, and, but generosity doesn't have to be monetary. Like generosity could be holding the door for people smiling yes. at someone who looks like they're unhappy. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, there's ma- kind, just
1: kindness, kindness, lots
0: of you know, just generosity being, of spirit of
1: yes. just mm-hmm. sharing
0: as much as you can. Empathy, you know, sharing sympathy, just being able to to be with other people. And I feel like that's really my Dharma. Like that's my, you know, career is about, you know, being with, with people, you know, clinically, obviously through their suffering, mm-hmm. but also then taking that one step further and empowering and empowering those that maybe have lost their voice or mm-hmm. have lost their direction. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: yeah. I, I mean, thank you for sharing that. And I, I mean, I get I, this is where I love uh, learning from Pete because I, you know, as I've said many times, I'm, you know, kind of joke. I'm Buddhist informed though. I'm not, uh, you know, I'm, I've not studied Buddhism even close to the level that Pete has, and so like to hear that part of freedom from a Buddhist lens is rooted in generosity. Yeah. Um, that makes a lot of sense to me. I mean, I think that's a very lovely concept. I'm, I'm also just, you know, cause I know we're going to wrap up here in a moment. I think mm-hmm. the last concept that I'm really curious to hear your thoughts on, because I do think this is also related related. And we talked mm-hmm. about this in our uncertainty episode last season mm-hmm. um, is the freedom that comes along when, when we accept. Yes. Right. Yeah. And acceptance is also linked to flexibility. So I'm just wondering, like, what, you know, sort of what's your take on that or what would, you know, Buddhist lens say?
0: Well, so uncertainty, uh, that was episode 17, season one. And we also had a several on acceptance. Uh, I, I mean, there it's just about that whatever is thrown at us is, is at us. You know, I mean, you can't make sense of things. You know, so one of the things I often teach is like uh, eliminating the question Why? So we know that from a behavioral perspective, that's judgmental, Mm
1: -hmm. but
0: also like with curiosity, you just want to know why, right? Like I have a scientist inside of me, like that's part of what led me to get a PhD and to do the doctoral work that I did. And now my, you know, my research, I want to know why a lot of times, and if I can just release why I can just accept, then then I can just be with what is.
1: Yeah that's uh, it's I've never heard you frame it that way before and I find that very helpful because you know we talk about curiosity a lot it's like when I'm when I'm teaching people about curiosity I'm I'm doing what you're doing too so I'm actually trying to help people let go of the why the problem solving the future right. and and use curiosity in a mindful way of it's not why it's just observing, like yes. just taking in the data. And often I'll say to people, which a mentor mindset once I found very helpful, the answer will declare itself, <laughs> right? Like once you have enough information and, and, and that's something as, and the reason I bring in uncertainty is because when we really, truly radically accept that we don't control or know what's on the other side of this moment, there is freedom to, to do what you want to do in this moment, that's like right. to make the choices. And, and those behaviors can be both covert, right? Like mm-hmm. what you're, how you're talking to yourself, the values you're connecting with or overt. Uh, So, you know, I, I'm, I'm sure we'll be talking about these concepts (laughs) over and over again in future episodes.
0: We see that it all links. I mean, I think uh, it's, it's really interesting that we, you know, do things in season one and now season two and just realizing that there, there is a lot of overlap, but just be mindful that like we can never learn too much. Like that beginner's mind is always an important piece of any kind of mindful journey
1: absolutely uh well thank you pete um i've I've learned a lot uh, from you as as per usual and for our listeners uh, i really encourage you to think about where can you practice more flexibility in your life both again internally and you know overtly externally in the world and i encourage you to get curious and see does that help you create more space and freedom in your own life This has been When East Meets West. I'm Dr. Nikki Rubin.
0: And I'm Dr. Pete Economo. Be present, be brave. This has been When East Meets West. All material is based on opinion and educational training of Drs. Pete Economo and Nikki Rubin.
1: Content is for informational and educational purposes only.